shoulder and using his thigh as a step up to his back. She swung herself around, her forearm around his neck, the chloroform-soaked rag in her hand. He grabbed her wrist, a growl on his lips, and she fought to tug out of his grasp, but this time he held fast. This time he was expecting her escape. She growled in return, tightening her hold on his neck with her other arm. He backed them both up against the wall, the impact of the hard stone surface knocking the air from her. She swore and held fast, her thighs tight around his waist, ankles locked together at his chest. His hand wrapped around her wrist, he took her arm and hit it against the wall. She dropped the rag and swore, fighting against him. But her surprise was lost, and while she was a skilled fighter, she was outmatched in strength. She'd forfeited her advantage. She closed her eyes and imagined her home, not the streets of Jahar, but the palace. One she and her mother had been evicted from after the death of her father, after the sanctioned execution of her father, sanctioned by Faran. Adrenaline shot through her, and she twisted to the side, using her body weight to put more pressure on his neck. He stumbled across the room, flipped her over his shoulders. She landed on her back on the floor, the braided rug doing little to cushion her fall, the breath knocked from her body. She had to get up. This would be the death of her, and she knew it. Ferran was ruthless, as was his father before him, and the evidence of that was the legacy of her entire life. He would think nothing of breaking her neck, and she well knew it. He leaned over her, and she put her feet up, bracing them on his chest and pushing back, before planting her feet on the floor and leveraging herself into a standing position, her center low, her hands up, ready to block or attack. He moved and she sidestepped, sweeping her foot across his face. He stumbled and she used the opportunity to her advantage, pushing him to the ground and straddling him, her knees planted on his shoulders, one hand at his throat. Still, she could see his eyes glittering in the dark. She would have to do it while she faced him now, and without the benefit of chloroform either putting him out cold or deadening his senses. She pushed back at the one last stab of doubt as she reached into a robe for her knife. There was no time to doubt, no time to hesitate. He certainly hadn't done either when he'd passed that judgment on her father. There was no time for humanity when your enemy had none. She whipped the knife out of her robe and held it up, Ferran grabbed both of her wrists and on a low, intense growl, pushed her backward and propelled them both up against the side of the bed. He pushed her hand back, the knife blade flicking her cheek, parting the flesh there. A stream of blood trickled into her mouth. She fisted his hair and his head fell back. She tried to bring the blade forward, but he grabbed her arm again, reversing their positions. He had trapped her against the bed, her hands flat over the mattress, bent a near-impossible direction. The tendons in her shoulders screamed, the cut on her face burning hot. Who sent you? he asked, his voice a low rasp. I sent myself, she said, spitting out the blood that had pooled in her mouth onto the floor beside them. And what is it you're here to do? Kill you, obviously. He growled again and twisted her arm, forcing her to drop the knife, and still he held her fast. You failed he said. So far. And forever, he said, his tone dripping with disdain. What I want to know is why a woman is hiding in my bedchamber ready to end my life.
I would have thought this happened to you quite often. Not in my memory. A life for a life, she said. And as you only have the one, I will take it. Though you owe me more. Is that so? I'm not here to debate with you. No, you're here to kill me. But as that isn't going to happen, tonight or any other night, you may perhaps begin to make the case as to why I should not have you executed. For an attempt at assassinating a world leader. For treason. I could. At the very least, I could have you thrown in jail right this moment. All it takes is a call. Then why haven't you made it? Because I have not stayed shake through changes in the world, civil unrest, and assassination attempts without learning that all things, no matter how bad, can be exploited to my advantage if I know where to look. I will not be used to your advantage. Then enjoy prison.